eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Winning, Winning tries. So let's start with the first one, Cordell. This one is from Vals. And she asks, have we found someone to take Calais's place? And this is an interesting one because I think that the first answer is going to be like, no, right? Like they didn't bring in anybody to replace Calais. I think that this is going to be an in-house replacement with the defensive tackles that they have. There are a few that are going to be up for a contract year, and there's some youth there as well with Travis Jones. So to answer the question flat out, no, but I think that the Ravens are confident and having guys on their roster take the place of Calais Campbell. Yeah, it's going to have to be done by committee. You know, Calais had a lot of responsibility with the Ravens on and off the field. Um, he was the leader, I would say, on the team. You know, the, the veteran leader on the team. He's a Walter, Walter Payton Man of the Year winner. Um, I think is I don't I don't know if there's a replacement for Calais on this team, and we asked Justin Matabike that, and you know it was just like for him I think it was the same thing. It was like by committee, you know we're all going to lead by committee. Um, and so look on the field, you hope Matabike could be that Calais replacement, right? I mean he he and Calais both had five and a half sacks last year. Uh, Matabike is in a contract year, so you know you're going to get the best of him. Um, and maybe that, you know, catapults him into taking on more of a leadership role. Obviously, if he gets a long term deal, that would help him feel more comfortable taking on a, a leadership role in that locker room. But I don't I don't know if the Calais Campbell uh, total package is on this team because you talk about what he does in the community as well. That's going to be a huge hit. Um, so, yeah, I don't I wouldn't look for there to be a necessarily another Calais on this team right now I would just look for you know uh for the group in itself uh the committee with Matt Abike with Broderick Washington with Travis Jones I would look for them as a collective unit to more so uh be able to get some sort of production in the middle of that defensive line yeah, I think that you bring up a valid point that this is more than just on field presence. Calais was very much so um, a very vocal guy and a leader on this defense and this team in general. You know, he did a lot of pregame speeches for the team 
And that's very hard to replace, you know, in terms of that type of leadership. So it's not that they don't potentially have that. We just don't know who that is as of yet. Somebody has to come in and fill in the shoes of Calais in that regard. And that's to be determined. And look, it could very well be a Broderick Washington. It could very well be a Meta BK because those guys are looking to um, cash out at the end of the season. So, you know, we could see um, some emergence of, of those two um, or even a Michael Pierce, who, you know, was once a Raven, you know, left in free agency, came back and, and had a strong start before his injury last year. So it's very possible that you can have a, a, another veteran presence in Michael Pierce being able to do that. But as of now, I think in terms of on the field, they're going to utilize those guys in rotation. And hopefully they somebody is going to step up in the place of Calais to be the guy that everyone wants him to be uh, or wants them to be uh, now that Calais is gone. So that's a great question. Definitely for sure. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name, your price tool from progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Um, we've had another question, and it's two. It's a two-part question. We have a couple of people that are concerned with uh, the cornerback position. Um, shout out to the Chef 87, who is an avid listener of the podcast. Mm-hmm. And then also Ravens Chamber as with the roster as is, do you think we will have to sign another veteran cornerback at some point during training camp? Or do you think one of the young ones will show and improve? And if so, who makes the jump? And by young ones, he's talking, you know, obviously Jalen Armour Davis, um, Pepe Williams. They also... Um, drafted a cornerback this past season and in, in this year's draft. So, you know, that is a very good question. We talked about Marcus Peters' ship being sailed, so that's going to be out. It feels very scarce once you start looking at the more available cornerbacks that's left. Amos signed with the Jets, and I know that the Ravens were interested in him, but they just didn't pull the trigger for whatever reason. It does feel like that at this moment they're going to – go with the guys that they have on the roster. What do you think, Cordell? Yeah, I mean, and look, to your point about Amos, it it looked like they were prepared to get him. You know, if the Chuck Clark injury doesn't happen with the Jets, uh, I don't think the Jets outbid the Ravens, apparently according uh, to what Jeff Zreback from The Athletic was reporting. It looked like the, the Chuck Clark injury really forced the Jets to kind of spend some more money uh, to get Amos out there. But, um, yeah, I mean, look, I, I could definitely see them adding another corner to this to this roster. Who that corner will be, I'm not sure. But I also, I, I, at this point, when you look at the guys available, there's no corner on the street that's going to walk in and be an instant dif- difference maker on this team. Right. So they're going to, if nothing else, give these. I, I think they really want guys like, Pepe Williams and Jalen Armour Davis to really show up and show out. Um, and it's been unfortunate that they haven't really been able to get on the field as much during OTAs and minicamp. Pepe Williams, uh, he he got hurt during football school, so he's been out 
uh, this entire time. And Harbs let us know that, you know, he's hoping Pepe will be able to get back on the field at the start of training camp. I'm not necessarily expecting it to be that way. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but I think if they could get the sooner they get Pepe Williams back, the better for him and for them. Jalen Armour Davis, same thing. I mean, the dude just can't stay on the field. That was his thing coming out of Alabama. That's why his draft stock failed the way it did. It's because the dude's medical history is not something that's good to look at. Um, so I think in a perfect world, they want him to kind of be the guy to kind of show up. If he, if Armour Davis could be, could, could pull together some, a, a nice healthy stretch and actually show himself to be a formidable corner. I think we could have a legit outside corner competition between he and Rocky. I if, if all, if in a perfect world, if Armour Davis was able to be what they wanted him to be, I think they think he could be the guy to do that. He's got the body size. He's got the skill set to do it. Um, but just health and consistency, even when he was on the field, has been a problem for him. You mentioned the guy they drafted this year, Caillou Blue Kelly. Yes. Uh, I like Caillou Blue Kelly. I do. Um, I'm, I don't necessarily have high hopes for him right now, but I could see it. I could see it with him. He's got some length, uh, some long arms. He, you know, he he knows what he's looking at. He's a smart dude. Um, I think he has to get a little better with his uh instincts and being able to react off of what he's seeing uh trust what he's seeing more and that's a common thing with rookies they they're a little hesitant because they're afraid to make mistakes but i think once he gets to the point to where he is trusting what he's seeing and and actually just kind of going through the motions and reacting much faster i i think this dude could be something so um i don't i don't know how much we'll see of him this year but i do expect them to bring in another corner it's just like i said I don't see a corner on the street that can help right away, which gives these guys that are already on the roster a leg up. Yeah, and there there are other guys on the roster that we didn't even mention. There's Brandon Stevens, there's right. Trayvon Mullen, there's Daryl Worley, and uh, you know at this point they're veteran. Uh, Stevens and Worley are absolutely considered veterans at this point. So, do you think that there's anybody out there that's going to be better than those two guys and have more of an impact? And I just don't think that there's anybody out there that you feel like can do more than what those guys did. And to be fair, like Worley in the position that he was put in, in that Bengals game, I mean, look, he held his own and I, and I, you got to give him props for that. You know, he was putting a very, um, un, you know, a position where it was probably not the best that the Ravens wanted him to be in. Mm -hmm. And he did the best that he could and he played fairly well in doing that. So, you know, I, I just don't know that there's somebody on the street that's currently available sans Peters, who we know that they're probably not bringing back that can be an impact player the way that the, that fans or the Ravens alike would like to see at the cornerback position. So it does appear that they're going to just ride with what they currently have. So, um, yeah, in terms of making a big jump, you know, oh, yeah. you know, Brandon Stevens might be able to, might be the one. He has a lot of experience on this team. We've seen a lot of experience with him um, in that regard. And I do think that Yasin being here does help him, you know, in terms of, you know, he doesn't have to feel the pressure of necessarily being outside. Of course, unless they put Marlon on the inside guy, then that's a different story. But if they kind of, uh, you know, um, leave him on the inside and he doesn't have that pressure and he already has the experience of being here. The other guys, 
due to their injury history, it's it's just too hard to tell at this point. That being said, you know, Caillou Blue Kelly does have an opportunity to rise from all of this if he can stay healthy and he can find a way to um, be consistent on the playing field. So it's very possible that he could do something as well.